Right, welcome to another episode of 20 Schemes Odd Cut. Now this might never go live, okay. right, because I've never been allowed to host a 20 Schemes podcast before, um, but I'm going to give it a shot, and then apparently what you need to do is just be really annoyed and wide and like direct the conversation way off topic, and that's what we were looking for, okay, so, made it, so, um, no, so I am Peter, I am the West Hub Director of 20 Schemes, so we were focusing on Glasgow in the West, and um, not exclusively, but primarily for the next 10 years of 20 Schemes, um, and I really want to talk to my friend Stephen. Now, we have just recorded an hour-long podcast yeah. that's kind of detailed your life and how Lord's been at work to bring you to himself. The guy at 20 Schemes think that's too long, which is clearly not, so hopefully the link will be on the little bit down there and you can listen to that. Um, but Stephen, I want to talk to you about preaching the gospel to Protestants. Right, which is a bit of a weird topic, but if you don't know much about Glasgow, Glasgow is very, very much, certainly back in the day, but even still, mixed, split down by Protestants and Catholics, right? Yeah. And so Protestants support Rangers, Catholics support Celtic. Now, it's a bit more mixed than it was, there's a lot more kind of secular people these days that maybe wouldn't identify as either, but certainly in the schemes of Scotland, mm. very much so, high percentage would either identify as Protestant yeah. Or identify as Catholic. So what I want to do is to talk to one of my Protestant friends, Stephen, yeah. about reaching Protestants with the gospel. And then I've got a few Catholic friends in mind that I'm hoping to talk to as well about reaching Catholics yeah. with the gospel. Just so they help us think a bit more clearly about how we can do that in the West Congrats of Scotland. Catholic friends, I hope, yeah. Is that, well, yeah, definitely. Let's see, he's in there already. <laughs> <if that's right. laughs> um, so Stephen, don't give us the R-Long version, no. uh, but give us a very brief history um, of how the Lord brought you to himself and maybe why I think you are an authority or that's probably not a good word Ooh, yeah. but certainly the person to talk to about this whole preaching the Protestants thing uh, well I don't know if I'm going to excite myself as an authority <laughs> by any stretch but uh, no um, I'm just a South Glasgow um, wee Protestant um, I grew up supporting Glasgow Rangers a football team um, from uh, the south side of Glasgow um, who are regarded as the Protestant team yeah. the, the Protestant working class folk support yeah. Glasgow Rangers and the uh, Roman Catholic working class uh, and beyond uh, mm. folks uh, support Glasgow Celtic. Um, they were founded by priests yeah. um, and uh, the shipyard workers, the Ulster, Northern Ireland yeah. and uh, West Coast of Scotland uh, guys from there uh, support You're going to find this really hard to talk about this without slagging off Celtic fans, aren't you? Nah, I this don't is know, no. <laughs> I'm going to try and push you just to no, make sure that. Try and make me do that. No, 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 I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, no. Um, so yeah, so grew up Rangers fan, but also grew up, dad was a strong yeah. Protestant minister, reformed minister. Absolutely, yeah, whenever the Pope came to visit Glasgow, he was putting the trees back in that were getting taken out of Berlouston <laughs> Park, yeah. Right. Like I actually mean, he was, right? Literally, literally, he was in the um, No Pope here kind of campaign, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so, and yet you had to come to know the Lord, like you're, you're not born a Protestant, therefore born a Christian, you had to get saved, have to come to Jesus. Absolutely. Want to give us the brief history of how that came about? Yeah, yeah. So, um, son of a pastor, a genuine, sincere, uh, Bible-believing uh, pastor um, who uh, was fundamentally against uh, the Pope coming to Glasgow along with a, a bunch of other mm-hmm. um, fundamentalist-minded um, mm-hmm. preachers at the time. Um, but yeah, no, thoroughly reformed evangelical um, preacher. Um, I realised I was a sinner uh, as a kid, uh, asked for Jesus to save me. Didn't have a consistent life through high school, mm-hmm. but you know God brought me back kicking and screaming uh, in my late in my early twenties, and uh, yeah, I ended up moving over to Northern Ireland at that point. I had friends over there. My dad's from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have friends from there. 
and ended up going to church over there, um, Free Presbyterian Church. And again, if you don't know about Northern Ireland, Free Presbyterian is right at the heart yeah. of the kind of loyalist. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess even... Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it was. Dr. Ian Paisley is yeah. the, uh, was the founder mm-hmm. and uh, at that time moderator of the Free Presbyterian Church. And, yeah, yeah. you know, they were unashamedly, mm-hmm. statedly Protestant. Um, at heart, um, I was a Baptist mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up moving to a Baptist, a Reformed Baptist mm-hmm. church in Newton Arts. Sweet. So, I want to think a little bit about how kind of your read on the kind of Protestant situation with West of Scotland through Rangers... Yeah. But first, I was saying to you, today, maybe some people are ashamed of that phrase, it's Protestant, yeah. um, and again, we'll talk a little bit about the reasons why, yeah. but you're not ashamed, no. and it's not just because you're a total Blue Nose Rangers fan. No. Like, do you want to give us just a little brief, like, why are you not ashamed to be called a Protestant? Why is that a, a kind of key part that you, you just hold clearly? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I, I believe it, and it's historical, and, and it's defining, uh, way you know the the word uh, refers to our stance as evangelicals who are different or reformed um from uh, the teaching of rome mm-hmm. and you know reformed theology and all that that mm-hmm. holds it, it, well reformed soteriology at least mm-hmm. enemy uh, the doctrine of salvation mm-hmm. um but yeah i think it distinguishes us as a people mm-hmm. look, look, look to america you know how long ago was it um, the conference was we are protestant yeah. you know the the, the term um, and it's right understanding is good and right. I do also understand the why um, some people shy away from it mm. because of the way it's been used and abused uh, in a cultural sense. Um, but I, I do still hold to it. So do you want to give us a quick, um, if you can, like a summation of what it truly means to be Protestant? Like what were we protesting against? Yeah. What is the kind of core there of that Reformation like split, if you like? Yeah, okay. So obviously the things that were going on in Rome at that time were abuses of power. Mm-hmm. Um, people were paying money. Um, to get out of hell, um, time off uh, purgatory, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they were getting conned. Uh, you know, the Bible wasn't there for the common man to read. They were getting taught false truths. They were getting taught lies. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Martin Luther, a monk at that time, uh, saw those things going on. At the same time as he himself was able to read and study the Bible, he saw all sorts of other errors in the teaching. Um, focusing right down the line on salvation, mm-hmm. uh, the, the method and the assurance of salvation um, that was being taught uh, by the Roman Catholic Church didn't lead to any assurance mm-hmm. and uh, it was all about works. Mm-hmm. Um, he taught what the Bible teaches that um, justification or salvation is by faith alone, mm-hmm. um, that you can only be saved by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ paid it all he did everything that was necessary for salvation so that all we need to do is believe mm-hmm. and even that in itself is uh, a work of god's grace mm-hmm. so we're saved only by jesus not all by, by jesus all, all by jesus. jesus jesus only hallelujah it's mm-hmm. all um because of jesus and so then protestant church protested against that kind of false gospel that kind of yeah. just yeah, added stuff in added our effort in added things we need to do in to kind of bring to the table because it's not about that at all absolutely um, yeah, so does that mean, would you say that, okay, this is your opinion, that you therefore can't be in the Catholic Church and be a Christian? Like, how does that play out in your kind of thinking? I mean, I do think that a church that teaches something that's diametrically opposed to what the gospel teaches is not a church, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a false gospel, and so we should run away from that. Mm-hmm. Equally, is it fair to say that there's not genuine 
born again people mm-hmm. uh, in that setting. I, I, I would not like to say that because you know surely there can and um, will be people mm-hmm. there who have trust in Jesus, but you know maybe haven't been taught yeah. um, about how the church. I think we've even had members of our church that were saved yeah. whilst in the kind of Catholic church. Although I guess how we would tend to say to them is that if you truly understand the teachings of the church, of the Catholic church, because yeah. again, there no, might be even, catechism. yeah, there might even be individual like priests that might even mm. believe the gospel. But certainly if you understand the kind of foundational teaching that the church yeah. is based on, it is diametrically opposed Com- completely. to what the gospel that, 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 that was highlighted, by the way. There was a, a priest um, who used to train in a gym where I was at, and uh, we had loads of great conversations. Really, really enjoyable guy to talk to. Um, but all that he was saying was kind of the same. Mm-hmm. But he meant something different by yeah, each yeah. phrase, so whether it was grace or whatever. You know, everything meant something slightly different, and it all kind of boiled down to a later on conversation that we had uh, where I asked him, you know, about what about this, what about that? And he said, oh, same as you kind of thing. I says, well, something has to be wrong, either you or your catechism, because it says this. And we started to discuss discuss some points of the catechism. Mm -hmm. And he had to hold his hands up at that point and say, okay, so that is what I believe. And so that was the dividing line. So here's where I want to twist this, though. Not twist it, that's what I want to say, to change the direction of the conversation. (laughs) Because... Again, we could probably talk here all day and yeah. create lots of offence and people yeah. could get really annoyed yeah. because we would see ourselves, oh, we are Protestants, we know the right way of going about it. Yeah. Which, uh, clearly not, hopefully, yeah. what we're saying, but um, I can totally see why people would hear it like that. But I would rarely, now part of this is because I don't support Rangers, but rarely identify myself as a Protestant publicly yeah. these days yeah. um, in the way that, I guess, you would. Part of that is, though, from my understanding of it means something completely different in the West of Scotland these days. So it is more, I think, of a kind of cultural identity than necessarily based on that reformed faith, kind of true belief in the gospel. Yeah. Do you think I'm wrong there? Like, how would you kind of see that? Well, no, and it's not that whole dear to the term because, you know, it's biblical mm-hmm. to hold to that term because you'll not read in any translation the yeah. word Protestant, are you? Not even the KGV? Um, not even the KGV. <laughs> but uh, I feel like I've been cornered into it a wee bit. You know, I live in Northern Ireland now, mm. so um, let's say, for example, when I went to start to work uh, in one of the health and fitness mm. clubs, I managed a health and fitness club and the staff were divided, mm. you know, half them Protestant, half them Catholic. And so they were a brilliant bunch. All of the guys were fantastic. And they quickly wanted to find out whether I was a prod or... Mm-hmm. I'll not tell you the word that they used because you <laughs> yeah. get pulled off air. Definitely, but don't th- do that. And, and this was the... <laughs> Mays might use th- that th- word. No, 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 but this was the Catholic guys from West Belfast <laughs> using it of <laughs> themselves, so it was, it was good. Brilliant guys, great crack. Very Glaswegian, by the way, yeah, in their no, banter. Um, but uh, they wanted to know which I was. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to use the word Protestant because straight away that's going to give the cultural baggage yeah. of, you know you're marching down the street with flags and drums and all the rest, and that's everything they hated. And I was trying to be an evangelical witness to these guys. So the way it had to work but for them to understand was, I am a Protestant, Mm -hmm. but I'm a true Protestant. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and so it's talking through the stuff that we just went through a wee minute ago. And then, you know, unpack some of that Mm -hmm. so that they can understand what true Protestantism is as opposed to the cultural nonsense that you know, gets paraded about an awful lot of the time. Yeah, definitely. So I guess how I would tend to say that is like, people, are you Protestant or are you Catholic? I would say, well, 
there is a sense in which I am Protestant, but I want to say I'm more than that. Yeah. Because I don't mean I'm Protestant in terms of, you know, a culture or yeah. um, even a political belief or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but back to that reformational belief, yeah. you know, grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think phrases like evangelical reform, they're like born again, yeah. kind of get maybe more of a clearer picture on what that is. I, I prefer that, by the way. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I totally, totally, totally agree with you there. But at the same time, at some point you're going to have to encounter it, aren't you? Yeah. Sooner or later, you know, a converted Catholic is going to have to come to terms if they believe the truths of the Reformation. They kind of are a Protestant. Yeah. Even if that's like the worst thing in the world to their families. And it is, in many ways, like again, I think members of our church have had yeah. to deal with that, feel like they have turned their back on a whole bunch of culture because of... Yeah, and so I'm not running about going, I'm a prod, I'm a prod, you know, all, all that way. But, you know... I do use the term Protestant mm -hmm. because when it comes down to it, I'm going to end up having to yeah, use yeah. the term Protestant, especially where I am in Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. You're a Protestant or a Catholic, so I think I just need to explain what I mean by Protestant. <laughs> and and take that a wee step further as well. Where I am is like so Protestant. <laughs> you know, the area I live in is Protestant, and so it's actually no bad thing yeah, yeah. to be a Protestant because that's kind of trustworthy because yeah. a lot of people in the community would see or believe that the prod stuff's right <laughs> which is sad yeah. because they're not living it and they're not Christians but they believe that that's the right one um, and so being that it's kind of good it gives you an end to talk about kind of which is again what I want to kind of chat about so what is your understanding and again I think actually it is probably different even back home in Belfast to Glasgow Yeah. but your understanding of like a kind of typical Protestant, maybe Ranger supporting West mm. of Scotland guy, what's their understanding of what it is to be a Protestant? Have no. they got an understanding of the gospel, no. the, like what we've been talking about? No. What would they think by that phrase Protestant, do you think? I would say that a lot of the guys who call themselves Protestant are in the Masons and members of a local golf club or something like that, Bulls club, and uh, you know are involved in some way. Mm -hmm. In the Church of Scotland, mm. am I allowed to say that? We've used to say it, but you might as well. Yeah. And so, would you think? And again, we can't stereotypes. Not necessarily helpful, but would there be a belief of God there with that? Like people, yeah. you maybe I mean, think of real people in your head. Belief of God, folk on the Rangers bus. Yeah, totally. Are they believe in God. What's their understanding usually? So can you can you parse that out a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a, a lot of them would. Um, uh, I think that there's been a massive shift in Scotland. By the way, I, I left Scotland 15, 20 years ago. And uh, there's been a real change in the culture of things over here, mm. over those years. But coming over on the Northern Ireland Rangers yeah, bus, yeah. you know, I think you're dealing with a different kettle yeah. of fish, yeah. Um, so, yeah, boys on the Glasgow um, Rangers bus or the mm. um, Rangers bus from Glasgow yeah, yeah. that I'm still in connection with, a lot of them still would believe in God. Mm. A lot of them don't, as mm. you're familiar with. Um, coming over with the Northern Ireland Rangers supporters, mm. loads of them. I would say most have a God belief, mm -hmm. a God consciousness, yeah. but they're anything um, but born again Christians. And so then, if you are sitting on the bus, sitting mm. at Ibrox beside folk, um, walking away Glasgow, you're going to be later on this week, yeah. um, and you're wanting to talk to someone who sees you're a Protestant, there's kind of affinity there, yeah. but you want to talk to them about Jesus, yeah. how would you do that? Is there certain things that you want to be communicating? to just make it clear that there's a difference between that Labour Protestant maybe yeah. than what 
actually you believe the hope of Christ is? You might need to bring me back on track here in a wee minute, okay? <laughs> but I, I want to say something here because this is an interesting part of it. So the Protestants in Northern Ireland, and I think maybe still a wee bit here, but um, certainly in Northern Ireland, um, think of Christianity as a bunch of rules. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit pharisaical. Mm -hmm. So their view is you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't gamble, you go to church on a Sunday, that's something you do do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, and a bunch of other stuff, you know, I don't know, you probably wear a suit. Yeah. Um, you know, and so for me, just like uh, working with a bunch of Catholic guys uh, when I was working in Belfast, mm -hmm. working in the area where I do, which is largely Protestant, you have to debunk a lot of stuff. Yeah. But... Um, it's, it's stepping back from what they think Christianity is, which is essentially like Catholicism, a bunch of do, 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 don't, 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 and actually showing them that it's all about Jesus. Because again, we would often say that actually, although 1500 or 500 years ago, Reformation, there was a clear difference there. Most people we engage with in the scheme day in, day out, yeah. whether they be Protestant or Catholic, really have the same kind of worldview it's yeah. a kind of religion yeah there's a god yeah. i'll either go to mass i get a baby done here yeah, or yeah. i'll get a baby baptized here and, and, and it yeah. is these kind of things that we do it's that whole idea of works-based mm. salvation we do a few good things god will let us in yeah um, which is again complete opposite of the gospel totally. again, i think it's funny just again that's why we would i would say often for the pulpit um the the gospel the goodness of jesus actually says the same thing often to a normal Protestant, a normal Catholic. Totally. And it should need to turn from sin and trust in Christ. Like. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's getting to Jesus, isn't it? And mm -hmm. so the conversations often start off just, like, I, I get on well with people. Yeah. And, you know, the affinity with the Rangers guy starts off as an affinity about Rangers. Yeah. Um, but they'll notice differences about, you know, what I do and don't do to a degree. And then, like, they'll be away getting smashed. And, yeah. like, you know, why, why are you not getting smashed? Mm -hmm. You know, why are you not like us? And uh, I'll be able to start talking about Jesus. Or somebody will say, ah, that guy, pastor or was a pastor or whatever. You know, and so the conversation always comes up. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the drink, but it sometimes includes the drink, mm -hmm. that the guys just want to talk about Jesus. And it's been amazing how that has led from conversations about Jesus and what they think a Christian is and what the Bible says a Christian is. It's actually coming to stuff like Christianity Explored and... <laughs> You know, being able to do a wee course with a few guys and, you know, yeah. So th th there's an interest there. Sometimes the drink's talking. Yeah. Often it goes beyond that and messages fly about after. And, and what, is there any things that you've seen or any kind of example in your head of, like, the penny dropping or maybe just some really good conversations where someone has realised for the first time, well, I always thought I was a Protestant, I always thought I was a Christian, but you've got something or you're saying something here that I have not really understood before. I wouldn't say so much a penny drop, you know, just once off. I mean, it's, you see the penny dropping all the time, I guess, because they have such a built up picture of a good living Christian. That's, yeah. that's what they think that a Protestant or a Christian is a, yeah. a good living person. Um, and so it's explaining what the Bible says um, about a holy Christ, a, an amazing Jesus who yeah. came into the world to save sinners from their yeah. sins. Um, and it's all about what he's done. And not about you doing this, that, and other thing. Yes, things will change afterwards, but not necessarily all of the things that you think. You know, yeah. do you need to go to uh, church on Sunday with a suit on? No. And yet, that's still, I guess, the perception all the time from. Yeah. 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 And, and all the other stuff as well. You know, there's a whole load of avenues you could go down there. Yeah. So, like, if you were like 
what to start a conversation like that? Would there be kind of inroads or like kind of things that you think this is actually a helpful way to get into this conversation, talking about this, or is it really just kind of see, letting them see how you're living and see the difference there? I, I wish I could give you like you know the top three things to say to somebody, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't happen like that. I mean, I, I, I like spend time with people anyway, so that's just you know a natural type of thing. I always pray mm-hmm. that God will give me opportunities to speak to people. So mm-hmm. going away in you know the Rangers bus, I'll always pray yeah. um, that God would give me opportunities to speak uh, and for natural kind of conversations to crop up, um, and and they do, um, they always do, and so I can't tell you how it always starts, but um, it does, and I normally wait until they bring something up that either comes up or so often just because they've heard oh, there's that Christian guy or that guy that's involved in some sort of ministry mm-hmm. they'll start the conversation they'll say how come you're doing this or how come you're here yeah. you know sitting in the bar mm-hmm. in the boat at the Rangers game or coming up to the Rangers game because that's where I sit with the guys yeah. up at the back and that's where all the conversations happen so there's guys that would say that's terrible you know yeah. church people oh, boy, you shouldn't sit there that's terrible but that's where Jesus sat isn't it you know he sat with the, the normal people as they were going about their business and get accused of all sorts because of it and mm. I think that's uh, you know a decent place for some Christians to be I don't think it's the place for everyone because mm. it might be too tempting for some people but certainly I think if you've got strength in your faith and mm. you want to follow and serve Jesus it can be a really fruitful place to be and I guess like cause one of the final things here is we maybe need to make it a clear that there's a distinctive between us and maybe other Church, other people that would just kind of hold the label nominally of yeah. one of the things that we always get pushed back about is why are we starting a new church in the scheme? Yeah, because there's already the Church of Scotland, there's already the chapel. Like, why do we need to do yeah. another one? And again, it's it's trying to get those conversations back to the heart of what church um, mm. is about and, and try to show, yeah, we're actually trying to do something distinctive here. Yeah. And actually, in many ways, it's helpful, right? Because then you can have those gospel conversations. Yeah, um, but are there ways that you try and be distinctive as the ways that you try and don't get pulled into some certain conversations or I guess the whole Rangers hysteria stuff, how can you act as someone who is different deliberately because this isn't just a label of Protestant, but this yeah. is a kind of heart change that Christ has given? Yeah, okay, that's, you know, there's a lot in that. And, and there's so many ways, but it's about living distinctively for Jesus. I mean, there are red lines <laughs> that you don't cross, you know, if there's certain conversations going on you know, or jokes being told, you've got to be careful that you don't laugh at them, you know. I think sometimes it's more dangerous in Christian company mm. where people push towards the lines. Yeah. Um, but in those settings, you just need to be very careful to be distinctive because, you know, all of the work you do to try and show them Jesus and talk about this holy God. I know we're not going to be perfect and I know we screw up, so I'm not trying to make out some self-righteous act here. But, you know... If the only view that they get of Jesus is through me, mm-hmm. I've got to try and give it the best crack to show them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's not getting involved in some things. It's not letting your guard and your testimony down. Um, yeah, and, you know, you, you talked about uh, Protestantism there. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're talking about Protestantism here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't die in the stake for the term, mm-hmm. but it serves really well where I am, mm-hmm. and I am a classical Protestant, yeah. um, and we are going to have to face it at some point, so I just embrace it. Yeah. Um, if I was in a different setting, like yours, mm-hmm. would I do it the same way? Probably not, mm-hmm. you know, because if it is so culturally offensive, mm-hmm. and, you know, you've got much more of a mix there, 
and they're not pushing to get the Protestant or Catholic tag, yeah, yeah. why would you? Yeah. But I suppose we're all a victim of our surroundings and you've just got to take, you know, what you've got and, and right, use it. The Lord's placed you where he's placed you and given you that yeah. um, story and voice. Right, last thing. Yeah. Like, being born again Christian, yeah. you'll have come across Catholics yeah. that have been saved born again Christians. Yeah. Like, again, from your loyalist upbringing, yeah. Republican upbringing, yeah. should be a lot of animosity there. Have you found that hard? Like, whenever you came across... Catholics that would have had all that background in your background how does that kind of play out? Well, genuinely not you know so first of all I grew up in Glasgow so you know there is a mixture there anyway and we would call ourselves 90 minute bigots yeah. so you know during the old farm we hate each other and cry out all sorts of obscenities growing up you know growing up a little you yeah, added that one I, I did draw that in there didn't I because <laughs> there are lines um, but no uh, we would have said all sorts of stuff against each other but then you know I was going to say straight away after but probably not uh, unless we won um, but uh you know, after you're back to being best pals again. Mm. Um, so being a Christian, but that's totally different because the most important thing in my life is Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, and the if a um, person who was a Roman Catholic becomes a born-again Christian, mm -hmm. then the most important thing in their life is going to be Jesus. And so that, like, totally makes everything else pale into insignificance. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you have a bit of banter. I would imagine if they come from you know, some sort of a Republican, and by Republican I don't mean that they want a United Ireland, but, you know, a Irish Republican, yeah. you know, um, you know, soft spot for paramilitaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine that's probably gone away for them, mm -hmm. just as I wouldn't want to have any soft spot for loyalist paramilitaries. Yeah. And so that pushes all that mm -hmm. out the way, meaning that we love Jesus and we both want to follow and serve him. And even if it isn't the reformed way that is coined Protestantism, whether we need that tag or not, you know, we love Jesus and that's what matters and so the football alright I might be upset if we get beat thankfully that's not happened too much recently well, what was the score the last old thing? no 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 there's no need for that there's no need for that but uh, I um, you know but you can laugh about it you know and you should be able to laugh about it and whether it's with a person who supports Celtic and uh, comes from that background or whatever you know Jesus is so much really? better. And so. that's, again, actually an awesome apologetic in itself, isn't it? Mm. For, like, in our communities, if there's people here that would have been staunch Protestant one side, staunch Catholic, but actually wanting Christ yeah, in the same local church, loving Jesus, yeah. spreading the same message of Jesus. Totally. Like, that's awesome, isn't it? Oh, that's, man. I mean, that's what it's all about, yeah, isn't that's it? That's what it would much... That, that's eternal. Yeah. You know, football's gone, but... Exactly. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. That is cool. Thank you for your chat. Hopefully that'll be helpful. Um, I'm always told to give like a kind of ask at the end of these things. I'm not quite sure what I mean by that. Mm. But certainly be praying for the work in the rest of Scotland. Yeah. Um, these are, in some ways, theoretical conversations like this. Well, these are conversations we have day in, day out as we engage with people who have a belief in God, yeah. but probably don't understand or definitely don't understand uh, the biblical gospel uh, and so that's been helpful again for me just to clarify some of that um, but again please be, be praying as we are trying to plant churches in the west of Scotland um, that we can clearly proclaim why Jesus alone is the only hope that all of us have regardless of who we are and what we come from Amen. so thanks Stephen it's been great we'll see if this gets posted um, and if not it's been fun anyway yeah, so. <laughs> cheers cheers guys